We're here. You know, I wake up every morning at 7 a.m. And I get up for work instead of staying in bed. And I scream at the top of my lungs. Ah! <laughs> I saw that on TikTok. Or, well, not on Facebook, but it was a TikTok the other day. And it's just been stuck in my head. That's a pretty good one. Was it an original song? Uh, it was just a girl literally in her car, like getting in her car about that, and someone in the passenger just filming her as she did that. Very nice. Yeah, very simple. It worked great. Uh, let me uh, close out this right now because that's not necessary. And uh, look at your face again. Oh, you're so beautiful, Jordan. Oh. Oh. I had to zoom in for you. I, I, need, I need to work on my blue steel, man. I got to work on your that. blue steel? Like your... Yeah, just... The Tyler Breeze. Exa- literally, it's the Tyler Breeze. It's- Tyler Breeze, the Ben Stiller. I don't know what the difference between it and the Blue Steel is and Duckface. Honestly, I don't. I think the joke might be there is no difference. I don't know. I, I thought because Bl- Blue Steel was first, right? Hold on, hold on. We this is important research. We got to do came here, first, folks, Blue before Steel. Before we start, we can't start the show. Which came first, Blue Steel or uh, or Duckface? Gotta know. Mm. Blue Steel, the only acceptable duck face. Okay. It's not gonna be get specific, is it? No. Of course not. Of course not. No. It I, I it looks like it's just one and the same. Yeah. I believe you. I believe you. I don't believe myself though right now and how ill prepared I can be sometimes for this. Um, but also, right. you're, wor- you're hardworking, man. Yeah, and uh, in the spirit of that song, uh, it's because or of the song that I just parodied before. It's because the song appears in something that we're gonna be talking about later, later on. Wherever the hell this is, where are we? Who are? I don't know, Jared. I mean, are we on G? Is it on GeoGuessr? <laughs> not this week, I think. No, not this no time. Map. There's no map, right? I, I, no, I so I'm not seeing a map anywhere. Okay, good. I'm better at U.S. geography anyway. <laughs> we definitely learned that yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Last week? Yes. Uh, Jesus. Yes. But uh, where are we? Well, we'll tell you first that I'm Jared. And I'm Jordan. And welcome back to the J&J Securicast podcast. A podcast about who cares? Who cares? Who cares? It's stuff, it's we care. It's stuff that we care about. Yeah, stuff we care about. Yeah. And if we're talking about something at some point that you don't care about for whatever reason, uh, you can always check the time codes in the description of every episode that Jared takes the time to write out uh, while he's uh, in the editing process. Uh, but yes. tonight we're talking about various things like uh, we're going to finally talk a little bit about Squid Game. Oh boy, we're going to, uh, there, there was a trailer for Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City as I alluded to before. Yeah, uh, there's going to be a Beatles documentary coming out. Yeah, um, it's. It, I'll explain that in a bit because it, it basically tells all in the trailer. Got a I've lot seen of, the trailer, I'm excited. Yeah, we got a lot of MC news Yep, coming for you. But uh, speaking of the MCU with its news, our main topic for tonight is a review, or a final review, of season one of Marvel's What If. What if? What if? What if we created a cartoon that's only based on these movies? (laughs) That's all it's based on. And, uh, but that's what we're here. We're here to talk, but, and, uh, discuss first, though, what we usually do when we restart these episodes, or when we start new episodes, previous episode corrections yes. and notes or things. And I didn't get all the ones I wanted to. So 
Uh, these are back from episode 34. Uh, from episode 34, I ended up accidentally calling Skull Kid Majora. I did because mm -hmm. I mentioned Majora's Mask. I don't know. This is two episodes ago now. Yeah, it's and, been a while. It's been a while. Yes, yes. And uh, I didn't remember the Quad Jet was called that in Captain Marvel because that is the Marvel movie I have watched the least. Yeah, I, I still have. I've never seen Captain Marvel. You, you, really? No, they're just. I think like Captain Marvel's like the one that and uh, Thor: The Dark World. I think. I thought you had seen it at least once. Uh, Thor: The Dark World. I never. I never finished it. I could just never oh. finish it for whatever reason. Okay, because I know you've mentioned as if you see like as you always go, Jared. Why are you trying to have me remember Thor: The Dark World? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm trying to. I. I. I can't. I can't get through it for whatever reason. Um, it's worth. As far it. as like me, I like. Yeah, I've never gotten the chance to see Captain Marvel, and I think the Marvel movie that I've seen the least is actually the uh, the Hulk movie. Oh, the which was Hulk. way back, the Edward Norton one. Yeah. I only ever saw that one on TV, so. Yeah. And I watched it like always on different channels because um, sometimes stuff would be censored out because, you know, if it's on like FX or TNT or something, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be changed a little bit for time and any swear words get censored out. Yeah, obviously. they I was, they dub over swearing, don't they? They have like unique dialogue tracks. Oh, oh they do. Yes, just for those. Yeah, moments. but if you, but if it's on HBO, it's okay. Oh yeah, it's okay if it's on HBO. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god, that just reminded me of. Have you ever heard um, the censored versions of uh, Tenacious D songs? Oh god, that I that I don't even want to think about that, man. <laughs> that makes me sad. Beelzebub, boss. Instead of the opening fuck, instead of the opening fuck, it's just a oh fudge. Like you clearly okay, hear the. Okay, that's all right. Yes, <laughs> yes, you are fudged. Some I don't remember it entirely, but I yes, I, you are. Radio edit. <laughs> I remember I definitely one of those in there. I definitely played it at the Bronx at one point. The censored version. Oh. Our friend. Uh, oh, okay then. Our friend Tess gave it to me. Uh, mm. Stein. Um, but yes, that's some episode corrections and notes. Um, I just remembered also something that I didn't put in travels um, that I did last Friday. Uh, oh yeah, because I did it last Friday after our Geo Guesser episode. Um, I did some traveling because we're gonna do some JJ travels real quick because I went to New York Comic Con. Yeah, you crazy bastard. How was it? <laughs> eh. Just eh. That's not a... I mean, for New York Comic Con, I don't know if eh is okay. Okay. Was it just kind of weird? Because, like, everyone was kind of, like, still a little nervous about being, like, and masked up and all that. I mean, everyone was masked up. Like, if you didn't have a mask on, it was because you probably forgot it and you were probably putting it back on any, any second later, which is all I saw. Okay, then good. Um, but honestly, it's because I felt like all I did there, and even with going there, is spend money. I didn't really yeah. seem, I mean, like, I got to see and meet people that was really cool. I, I spent a lot of money on those, though, and, like, I want, one thing, I, I make sure I go to some panels when I'm at conventions. I couldn't make it into any panels out of the two I wanted to go to because they kept huh. getting filled up so fast. God, yeah, that's sort of the thing. You gotta go, you gotta go early, I guess. Yeah, like really. Because like, like I remember even like Katsukon, like I remember certain panels like back back in the day, like there would be big lines mm -hmm. to get in to yep. some of them. Usually ones involving voice actors. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was the the main one I really well. One of them actually got moved to Saturday, and that was um, they were going to do a live braving the elements, which is the Avatar podcast or Avatar: The Last oh, Airbender. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, in fact, Janet Varney and Dante Bosco were supposed to be there the day I I, I was going, except the night beforehand, right after we finished with Jo Gesser, I made I went to go buy my tickets to meet them, and they weren't doing a Friday meetup anymore. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, only Saturday they were going to be there. But I did do a couple other meetups, and I just realized I left some of that stuff over there. Um, so let me show you some things I bought and people I met. Whoopsies! I'm excited. Okay. I'm here. Um, first, uh, One of the first places I went to was the AEW booth, obviously, because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. they had one set up there. And... Uh, I made sure I bought my tickets or, or, and other things to go and get a picture and autograph from Penta and Phoenix. Hey, there we go. Yeah, I got them to sign both of those. Um, they did not have the championships with them, though, which I was like, why? Oh, man. You're you know what? I, I wonder. That's something I always kind of wonder about because surely, like, you do, the last thing you want to be as a champion is to, like, get that stuff lost in your luggage at the airport or something like that. So I wonder if sometimes the promotions just keep the belts and travel with them like like the road crew has them secured. Like, mm-hmm. I would imagine they'd be more secure on a truck than on, like, a plane and, like, luggage and stuff like that. What I do mean, you think? I, I'm going to have to dispute you on that because um, I watch Sammy Guevara's vlog and he brings home the TNT championship. That's true. I mean, you can put it in your carry-on. Yeah. I, I, maybe because New York Comic Con itself is just such a big place. That's true. Yeah. Because so if, if you lose if you lose that, like, that could be it. That, that's just gone, oh, pretty yeah, much. Exactly. I mean, we all remember what happened with Jericho when he became the first champ. <laughs> yeah, it was it was by some miracle where it was like he got, I, they got the uh, the AW World title. They just found it on the side of the road, probably yeah. because the guy decided, like, well, this is the WWE. What is yeah, this? Or or he just went like, all right, I can't actually sell this because they'll know if I put my address, they'll probably track me down. Yeah, probably. So they're like, yeah, let's just get rid of it. Yeah, so Penta and Phoenix were there. They were cool. I got to ask them really quick, but I don't think Phoenix heard me. But Penta answered. I asked, what tag team ever would you want to face? Anytime, any generation. And uh, he said to me, the Hardys, the Hardys. Got the fi- oh, oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely would love to see them face the Hardys. Um, but that wasn't the only one who was there that I met. I also... Where is it? Uh-oh. Did I put it in here? Okay, it's in here. It's in here. It's you in got, here. You got sleeves. That's yes, I got stuff. sleeves. You got paper sleeves. I, well, I got sleeves because uh, these aren't... Uh, these are just where the autographs are right now because they're actually the other side of these things. Um, but I got Chris Statlander also. Uh, very nice. Which was great because I was cosplaying as Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. I gave her a pair of, uh, I had two pairs of sunglasses I brought with me and gave her one. She was already wearing glasses, so she just put on the sunglasses over the other ones. Perfect. And, uh, yeah. Also, I got a picture with Tony Schiavone. I don't have that here with me, though. But, uh, I, I brought a pair of sunglasses and then he did the, he did it with me, too. Oh, First very day, nice. We did one with straight face and then one with us both smiling. It was I love. Very it. nice. That's gonna be my profile for uh, on Facebook for a little bit, I think. Oh yeah. Um, but these sleeves are actually not what the uh, that they're in, or not actually what I bought the sleeves for. They're for oh, okay. the other pictures I took too. For mm. one, I met Veronica Taylor. Hey, aka very the, nice, the original voice actress for Ash Ketchum. 
That's awesome. Yes. She was great and so nice. I I tried to ask her, uh, I, I was like, I wish I was meeting you in a Pokemon cosplay right now. And she was like, oh, it's okay. So I said, I was, I do, I was like, oh, and she asked which ones I do. I said, I do Grookey and I do Lord Helix. I, uh, uh, and she's like, Lord Helix. I was like, uh, I was like, oh, do you not know Twitch plays Pokemon Red? She doesn't know about Twitch plays Pokemon no. Red. Yeah, it's all right. But that wasn't the only one I She'll bought. find out soon enough. Probably, I told her what to look it up. It's It's a whole event. Yes. And uh, the other one I met was uh, Anthony Starr. Oh, very AKA cool. AKA Homelander. Oh, very nice. <laughs> so many... And he got the kicks going. Exactly. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, man, I was I was really happy to meet him. He was I was just like the wrestling community's going to love this and he's like, "Oh, great." <laughs> yep. Um and also they had the programs that were there for free. And this is a cool picture of the Dune movie that I really want to see still. Dune. Tell me about the sandworm! The likes of which God has never seen. Yeah, but also all those meet and greets were very expensive altogether. If I yeah, know. it's, it's, yeah, I always, I always find like those meet and greet things kind of weird. Like you have to pay extra for that. Yeah. I mean, I imagine, I, I'd like to think that like all of that is going towards like the actual guests themselves. Yeah, something like that. At least a portion. Yeah, definitely. It should be at least 50 50 there. But uh, that's not the only things I spent money on as for mm. autographs. These, mm-hmm. I bought um, a bunch of pops also. I was about to ask, Jared, did you run into a mountain wall of pops? <laughs> I ran into several mountain walls of pops. Like, God damn it. Like, like how tall, like how stacked? We talking like 20? Top of, at least to the roof of my room. I don't know. That's not that God. tall, but like. From a floor to your ceiling, that would be at least 20. Yeah. Oh my god. But uh so you want to see what I, who I bought? You go ahead. Okay. One of them I think you might be either impressed or disappointed. Um first of all, uh that I want to show is that I got Starlight. Oh, very nice. From the boys. Yeah, that, oh. yeah. Go ahead, you were saying? Yeah, I like that it's in an action pose instead of just like standard standing still. They've been good about that lately. Yeah, exactly. Good good posing is very important uh for this. And speaking of more po- of more good uh, of good action posing, uh, kale and cauliflower is a double pack. I like that. Yeah. Funny enough, because I actually saw at the same... Co- no, no. Okay, I got the, these two um, and one of the other ones I'm about to show at all at one all at one uh, booth together. And there was also a Funimation booth there already. All right. And the Funimation booth had both of these figures in singles. Oh, okay. For sale there. So I think I got a deal. <laughs> Maybe. Mm, good. And the last one from this same vendor that I got was a Fire Lord Ozai. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it's even got some fire on the on the on the bottom there. On like a little stage. I like that. Yeah, exactly. It looks great. This is like one of the ones I would unbox. Yeah. But that's uh but that was all from one one spot, but they're not the only avatar things I bought. Mm, okay. The next things I bought, all of them are ang. <laughs> ang related. Three of them are Ang related. First of all, I got this uh, Spirit Ang with the glow in the dark feature. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I really like this one. It's like, oh man, it's just, it's really cool. I never had a glow in the dark one before. No, okay, I bought one that was of Shiro from Voltron once, and it's supposed the hand was supposed to be glow in the dark. It does not glow in the dark. Mm, yeah. And these next two are almost exactly the same. <laughs> They're both Aang on an air scooter, except one of in one of them he's got the Avatar. Eyes. Oh, okay, Avatar State. All right, yeah, that's Avatar nice. Avatar State eyes. So they're the same one, but different. This one's the. Limited. I would buy. I would buy. I would buy one where uh, Aang in the Aang from the intro goes face first into a rock off the air scooter. <laughs> oh, Just I a could, Funko of that. That'd be funny. Yes. Oh God, don't fall. Okay, I could put them back in the bag now. 
Comic-Con convention exclusive, Aang eats it. <laughs> Aang bites the dust. Uh, but yeah, that was my Comic-Con trip. And speaking of bites the dust, mm-hmm. let's move on to what are we watching because you're watching some JoJo. Didn't I? Wasn't that a great one? That was a great transition. I wasn't expecting that for you and from you. I know. I wasn't expecting that. I'm, I'm glad. I'm so, I'm so glad you got it because I want to... <sighs> All right, so I finally picked up JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4 okay. again. Picked it back up. Episodes 19 through 24. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll kind of go through it. We're getting to a point now where it's getting really good, so I'm not going to really spoil anything too heavy, but I do want to show off. If so, I can. just so I'm clear, 19 through 24, so that's six episodes. The show is... 39 episodes, right? For part four? Correct. Part okay. four is 39 episodes long, yes. Okay, so you're more than halfway through now. Yeah, pretty much, yes. So I'm at the point where uh, we're introduced to uh, a couple of things. One, first Ooh. of all, uh, we're introduced to one particular stand, uh, Cinderella. Oh. Um, it's a, it's a, it's The episode she's introduced in is kind of weird, but the power is cool. Basically, she can swap um, any like specific... like body part from one person to another basically if you want like another person's eyes she can swap that with them different body parts different arms legs hands whatever and i actually just noticed i like the fact that her head is like it just looks like lipstick a lipstick uh, oh yeah i see it because it looks like it's about to screw up it'd be a lipstick cap yeah actually i really like that a lot the episode itself isn't really all that's uh particularly special but she but her and her uh beauty salon owner uh beauty salon uh master stand user or whatever is very important uh later on but uh we got it i gotta talk about the the main event the was- boy <laughs> the man of the hour you mentioned bites the dust earlier oh really the man of the hour the man with the power well not power but yoshikage kira the main villain is introduced for part four Wow. And I got to give you a little visual here, Jared, just for reference. Um, With his stand, Killer Queen. Yoshikage Kira, I'm not going to say exactly what, how he gets into it, like what he does in the show. But what I will say is that he is the polar opposite of Dio. And I'm so happy about that because, to be honest, you you can't. I'm so happy they didn't just do Dio again. Because, you know, that like, and also you can't really top Dio because, Jared, you know him. He's, he's I know just Dio. pure evil. He's a pure, pure. cartoon supervillain. Yes. Like, over the top, just in, over the top, in your face, crazy laugh. Uh, yep. You're watching in sub, right? I am watching the subs, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm watching the subs. Uh, for this, uh, lost my train of thought there, honestly. Yeah, with, um, with Yoshikage Kara, he's pretty, aside from the whole, like, serial killer thing he's pretty normal hmm and i think and and to be honest like even like a co-worker kind of mentions like yeah he's like a constant professional but he's kind of he's a he's a little on the bland side <laughs> huh he's probably he's got to be hiding something Definitely oh hiding oh something. he he mass he massively is and i think i think what makes him actually and the <laughs> one of the aspects that i do enjoy about him is that the thing with Dio was that you get you get told that his presence is intimidating, and it definitely is. But he's just, but he's so charismatic that you you just enjoy watching him. You don't really feel that intimidation. You're you're told that he's fearsome, but not really. Apologies, I gotta go bring my dog downstairs because she's begging right in front of me right now. Okay, <laughs> all right, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep explaining for the audience. Yeah, I'll yeah I'll keep going. So basically, essentially, the thing with Kira is that. 
um, he has very human qualities to him. Like you actually follow him for the first episode that he's mainly in. You follow him for a while and you know something's off. Clearly something is very off with him. But then you follow him throughout his day and, you know, you see where he works, where he goes to lunch, you know, what kind of sandwich he likes to buy, like where like where he likes to sit in the park, you know, and it's like he comes across as like a pretty relaxed normal person right up until um his uh his weird if his secret is on the verge of being revealed and he's got one of those i'm not going to say what it is but it's pretty it's pretty dark pretty disturbing but i and that's when uh one of them tries to fight him and killer queen and it does not end well basically killer queen just can turn any literal object into an explosive you know be it a coin uh, a paper bag, a door handle, whatever. Dad's screaming. Hello, I'm back. Oh, boy. Hey. <laughs> screaming at the dogs. She's like, the dogs are begging you because grandma's feeding them food and wants you to feed them food. Oh, boy. You never want to give the dog treats. No, I mean, you do because that'll make them love you, but you, then you don't because then they'll keep coming back. They'll keep expecting it. That's the problem. Exactly. That's why you got to pick what you eat sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, and I gotta say, um, I was talking about Yoshikage Kira and how um, what makes him with Dio, he's so charismatic. You you're never really afraid of him as a villain. With Kira, is he's the opposite. He, I'm he's terrifying, and I think it's just that's because of he's more human than Dio is because Dio's like Dio's a comp, Dio's a super a super villain. Yoshikage Kira is someone. It's like you have scenes with him where you see like, oh, he's kind he's kind of relatable in weird ways. And that kind of makes his relatable. other behavior even more terrifying. Hmm. I, I, I'll I have to check him out for myself, but that blonde hair is very, very evil. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he actually does. He actually does change his hairstyle a little bit throughout the show, mm. which is a nice thing. So honestly, that's um, I believe that's yeah, that's mainly what I have been watching on my own. Is is uh, with JoJo pretty much nice. Um, I got a little into Survivor again, <laughs> the show Survivor. Um, yeah, it's a uh, okay. So I've seen, I missed last night's episode unfortunately, but mm. I've seen uh, episode. I and I missed the, or no, I rewatched part of the first episode, and I've seen episodes two and three full all the way through. <clears throat> Sorry, I also got food over here. Yeah, what do you got, man? I got a. I got me a buffalo chicken wrap from the salad nice. house. You know the salad house, right? There's one in uh, Marstown. A salad house? No, I'm not familiar. Oh, it's pretty good. It's uh, it's just good food. I don't know. How to, they had lots of different salads, but they got other kind of food, too, like, you know, chicken wraps. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, check it out. There's a couple locations. I know there's one in Milburn and one in Marstown and probably one in S- Westfield. Okay. Yes. Okay. But where was I? I started watching a little bit of Survivor again, and the game is, like, totally... Well, not totally, but very different. Mm-hmm. So normally you would find, like... Or at least as I started getting more and more into the show, people started looking for immunity idols, hidden immunity idols throughout the, throughout the island before clues were given out. Now, there's, like, clues all the time everywhere for, like, special things, like a special way to vote... Um, in your alliance and how you keep it, um, a passcode that is only activated with, with the, uh, okay, <laughs> they have this one thing where you have an immune, there's a immune it is not active yet, mm-hmm. or a second vote, um, uh, or yeah, they, it's also open this at your own risk. Okay. So, 
uh, because what happens is, so someone opened it, and at least one person, uh, one person from each tribe had to find this, had to find this note. So, and then during the next, uh, what's called challenge, they'd hopefully get interviewed and asked a question, and then have to say this phrase. Um, what was the phrase that they had to say? I can't remember what it was. Um, Survivor forty one. It is hot in Topeka. <laughs> Secret message. Uh, if it comes out, okay. Thank God there's like a whole Survivor uh, recap thing. The bus has been washed. Okay. Um, the phrases are confusing a goat as a, confusing as a goat on astroturf. Uh, where the fu- uh, the forest the forest for the broccoli trees. I imagine the but uh, and I'm, I'm imagining butterflies saying hi. Okay. Yeah, they have to use like a se- like Jeff uh, the Jeff Probst the host will ask them will ask them something and they'll answer and usually give something having to do with the phrase. He's like helping them along with that too, but also that makes the other tribe members suspicious too. Mm, okay. Why are they saying a weird phrase? Why are they doing this weird thing? And here's the the trick though. Because of this phrase, and because they opened up the note that they that could give them this, they do not have a vote at tribal council. Oh, okay. Uh, until all the all the pieces are found and the secret phrases have all been said. Okay, then. Until then, they can't vote at all. Hmm. Okay. Which is very tricky because you know you know you want to try and save the game. You have thirty nine days. You're basically have to hope that people find it and the other tribe find it uh, as early as possible. People getting sent to, like, other islands for, like, other clues. It's very complex, and I love it. Yeah. I I imagine because it's, like, it's been going on for so long. I mean, you can't just do, like, the standard, like, obstacle course stuff that I, you know, I saw when I was a kid these days. I mean, they might still have those, but... Yeah, plenty of those and different challenges, but just the ways of keeping yourself alive, or not alive in the game, but um, around in the game. That's better. Not alive. (laughs) Because they are surviving. Not alive. Yeah. Yeah. They are staying alive. They can't let someone die. Yes. Because that would be a bad lawsuit. Um, but yeah, Survivor, it's, it's actually decent. I was really surprised by how much different it was. Um, but I also restarted some of uh, Demon Slayer. Very nice. And I'm halfway through it again. Um, still as good as it was because the new season actually started airing uh, recent, uh, this past oh, Sunday, God. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Right. I am out of the loop. Apparently, it's just a read. Have you seen Mugen Train movie? I forget. I know. I still, I'm still kicking myself. I still need to watch it. Is okay. it on Crunchyroll or somewhere? I have to find it. I'm not sure off the top of my head, but I do know that basically this first, uh, because of someone I'm talking to, that this uh, f- that this first arc is basically going to be the Mugen Train movie. Okay. But in it, you know, for TV instead. Okay, then yeah, sp- sort of split up, slightly lower budget. Okay. Yeah, kind of like how the Dragon Ball Super did that with the fr- with the oh, Battle uh, of the Gods. Oh God. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure the Demon Slayer new s- this will have better animation than w- what Super started with. Oh yeah. God, man, those faces. <laughs> I remember. But I was yeah. there. I saw the screenshots. <laughs> but yeah, Demon Slayer is still really good. Um, you have a new member. <laughs> yes. Um, this I, probably would have been better to tra- talk about in travels, but it's okay. Yeah, we talk about Bad Batch a lot. Yeah, I got uh, I, I got another one of the boys. Oh boy, I got Tick. Ah, oh, yo, that looks really good. I know, like the, honestly, Tech out of all of them probably is has my favorite clone armor suit because it's complete. It's really unique to him. Yeah, it is. Like, like Hunter is a clone commando. Uh, Wrecker's a big bruiser. Uh. Echo, Echo has a unique helmet, but he's got like sort of like the uh, the skirt piece that a lot of other clones have. But yeah. Tech is completely unique in the sense like he's got a lot more 
It's got a lot more Under Armour, like the black showing yeah, he's of got the it. Under Armour. Hey, can uh, you- he's got tools on the side, um, which some of which he can hold. He's got a pistol. Honestly, with tech himself, mm-hmm. uh, pretty nice. Even has got a little flip down, flip down visor, even though mine's a little crooked for whatever reason. Um, that's that's weird. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah, it is what Where's it is. It just head? seems to be on my figure, though. He just take his helmet off. Doesn't have the glasses, though. On his oh, own. that's weird. Yeah, I mean, here. Well, here's the thing. Like his glasses, you can his glasses in the show. His glasses are right here. They're on the helmet. Yeah, the goggles, because he has the, the shades that slide down. Does that not slide down? Uh, the visor? Yeah, the visor. No, the visor does. Hold on. The visor does, in fact, slide down. Okay. The I visor does slide down. Those glasses should be removable, then. They yeah, I be. know. Yeah. It is what it is. The only other thing I wish that he had was, like, the little uh, EMP bombs that he puts on droids. Like, that's the yeah. that's the one thing that's kind of missing. Mm. But then I understand in order for them to hold it, he would have to have like uh like have swappable hands out to have like a wider palm grip for them mm-hmm. and i know that's not something that the black series normally does they kind of keep their hands standard especially with clone troopers but other than that he's great man i love him nice nice but uh you mentioned earlier actually you mentioned people uh people surviving in survivor <laughs> well that's kind of the opposite of what's going on in squid game oh we're finally talking about it. Uh, you finished it, I believe. I did. I finished it. The last uh, Tuesday. I'm three episodes in. What are your overall thoughts? I think it's a really good show. It's, mm-hmm. it's a standard, really good show. Obviously, if people haven't seen anything from promotional stuff yet, it's a death game Yeah, type of show. Um, you're, you're playing kids' games, except if you if you lose, you die, pretty yep. much. Uh, okay. Oh, you it started doing like the but the, the, the thing again. Yeah, I'm hearing it in my headphones too. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. I also started to do the crackling again, but I, I, hopefully we're fine. Whoop. Yeah, you want me? To, I think it's come through my headphones. You want me to take it off? Yeah, if you want, if you have any regular earbuds, yeah. that might be better. Because honestly, uh, I'm they're sounding better to me with these regular headphones in. Yeah, hold on. Let me try yeah. something. All I'll right. be right back in a second. Yeah, I'll talk more Squid Game for a bit too. So. It starts off with our protagonist, Gihan, who uh, is a crappy dad. He just is a crappy dad. Oh, no. No, not quite. Hold on. I got a... Oh, no. I got the wrong tip for them. Hold on. Let me look at my audio settings real quick and switch to... uh... The desktop? Bear with me, folks. We're bearing with them. Jared, I cannot hear you for the Don't worry, but they can so still hear me. Output. Uh, you can hear me commentate over you and your and your struggles. Will you do it, guys? Will you do it? Oh. oh, Jared, there you are. Hi. Hi. Hi, there you are. Mm. Can everyone still hear me? Um, um, yes. Yes. But please put the headphones back in. Back in. Okay. <laughs> because I hear I'm hearing myself reflect back in you. Back in you. Okay. This is all staying in, by the way. Hi, audio listeners. Not deleting it. <clears throat> Hello? Hello. Hello. We're here. Okay, so as I was... Can you not hear me now? No, I, I can hear you. Okay. It's, just through, it's just through my computer instead of my headphones. You just gotta switch them back to the headphones thing again. Yep, doing it. Okay. So Squid Game is a death game. Uh, Gihun is a terrible father. Terrible mm-hmm. son, and is in massive debt. Yes, and that's uh, the thing that that uh, that's the thing that 
uh, all the people brings that are, everybody together. Yeah, they're for the all, games. They're all in massive debt. Yes, they're in massive debt, so they gotta play in the games. Yep, and the whole st- and um, they don't even have to stay and do all the games. They can leave if they want. Yeah, if the if the the one of the rules is if the majority of the players remaining agree to not play the game anymore, they will all get to go home. Mm-hmm. And um, everyone who goes home, everyone does go home. Spoiler alert! Sorry. And, yeah, at um, some point, early on, yeah. Yeah, early on, at one point, the people go back, go back home, and. What happens next is everyone who went in is given the chance to go back again because their lives were all so shitty outside because they were in so much debt, and because yeah, they lone, were, oh yeah, and because yeah, they were sharks coming after them, stuff like that. Yeah, and because they were separated from their families for so long too, before then too, it was just an even bigger disappearance that made them look even worse after having been sent back after being gone for a day. Mm-hmm. God, just to think, also the amount of employees they must have had if they had double the amount of people. Also, like the amount of cars, because you think, because you see them go back on that boat. Yeah. And I'm like, they must have had multiple boats. Oh, yeah, they, they had to have, because there's no way, because the, the early on, they start off with like, I think like over 400 people or 500, something like that. Uh, Gihun's number, because Gihun was the last guy, so his number was 456. Okay, yeah, so it's over, well, it's like over 450 people. Yeah, yep. you have to have a lot of Joe's Transit fans. Yep, and uh, a lot of people die really quickly in this game. Like, I was on episode three or four, and I realized how many people were left. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is yeah. this is going down fast." Yeah, man, it's it's you know, the red light green light game is a real bore. They were. Let me tell you. Yes, it is. I mean, okay. and also, can I just say, like the the honeycomb game when it's being explained to me, which is essentially you get a sugar cookie and a toothpick, and all you got to do is using the toothpick carve out perfectly the shape that is sort of made into the hardened sugar cookie and i go to myself well that's not that's not so hard what follows the next 10 minutes is the most stressful thing imaginable yeah <laughs> it's like it come on so guys stressful. cut, the, cut your like, cookie uh, uh, uh. don't fuck it up god oh my god bunch of people that are cheating uh there's like a fake relationship in the show oh my god it, it gets even more and more some of the games feel kind of set up to be like okay this game isn't only po- is only possible to be done right now because of the writing mm. but that's that's in one of the further games that's one of, one of the later games honestly oh yeah uh, yeah i gotta ask you how do you feel about the the undercover our uh, undercover cop the little side plot is that any good or oh it's definitely good i'm not mm. gonna say where it goes but it's definitely yeah. good it's a good. Although I, I I got I got some serious Among Us vibes <laughs> from that, especially with the outfits. Is like number twenty eight yeah. looking pretty sus. Yeah, it's it, yeah exactly. Like there, there. What was it? The guy was. Oh no! Yeah, you didn't see this yet. The guy was coughing, right? Did you not uh, see that? I think so. Yeah, I, you know what? I heard a guy cough in a cell. Okay. But I was like, hmm, that might come up later. It does come up later. Okay, good. All I right. I forget. Wait, have you seen the stuff with the doctor yet or no? I have no idea who you're talking not, about. Never mind, not spoiling Okay. <laughs> I can't. Anyone who's seen right, the show, so I gotta keep exactly watching what talking it about. Yeah, yeah, it gets more. It gets more. Yes. Um, but yeah, Squid Game is good. It's really worth it. Um, side note, or not really side note, uh, yesterday I got an ad on my Snapchat for Squid Game's website. They're on 50% off their merch right now. You can get the cost, the costumes for like $60. That's Oh, it. you mean like, like the green jacket and stuff like that? Yeah, and the red jacket, the, the pink suit, the pink jumpsuits, the, uh, Ooh. the, uh, the leader's mask stuff. I'm thinking of getting the oh. leader stuff. Oh, okay then, cool. 
Although I also worry because if I do spend this money, I'll be like, this might be a dated cosplay in a year or two. Yeah, but I think still people might will probably still know what you're talking about. Yeah. Probably. Um, I do believe this is going to lead to a further season. Also. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be another season. Like same cast characters or. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. Probably cause... silly for me to even think that, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you think about what the show's about, you know, who knows what's gonna happen. That's true. Um, but yeah, that's that was Squid Game, and that was what we were watching. I think. Well, we also watched one of the thing, but that's gonna be our main event. Yes. Yes. For now, what are we gaming? Uh, what am I gaming? Well, uh, I just decided. You know what? It's like, man, there's a lot of hot games out here today. Mm. I still haven't played Demon Souls. Uh, I've forgotten what else, I've forgotten what else come, uh, this I've just forgotten what does come out. But basically, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Smash Brothers just had its last we'll DLC Smash character. Bros. Yeah, I know. We're gonna talk about that later. We'll talk about that right after this. But I'm just like, you know what? I need a stupid Hot Wheels game. Oh boy. And I just decided to pick up the new Hot Wheels Unleashed game. New. Yeah, it came out on, uh, I think, September 30th. How much was it? <laughs> uh, it was a full price game. I think it was like 50 bucks. Oh, Jesus. But here's the thing. It is a super fun arcade-style arcade racer. Mm. It is incredibly fun. It's basically each uh, variety of different cars. They have over 60 cars to collect. And the, you basically, you know, you know those like crazy Hoggles tracks that, you know, you make up in your dreams when you're a kid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically... That the base they basically took those took those ideas and made those tracks real and giant sized and take over an entire room essentially. Oh. There are multiple different stages. There are there is a there's a there's a college there's a college dorm room. There's a there's a ba- there's a big basement setting. There's a car garage setting with lots of neon lights all over the place. And there's even like a skate park and huh. a construction skyscraper like backdrop. I can just imagine like free driving in a skate park and you can also let the car get damaged as much as you want oh absolutely in fact even like if you, if you, the car get, can get here? scuffed up a little what why are you my dog is here i don't oh know my why. god foxy just crawling around izzy came before now foxy's here oh my god my door yeah like, it's probably like a small yeah so regardless yeah, yeah so talking about all this crazy stuff with the co- with the different tracks and whatnot um Jared's put, Jared's integrated with his food. I'm trying to focus on. I'm trying to You're focus fine. on. Don't worry. I'm, I'm muted myself. About. I'm a mess today, ladies and gentlemen. I do oh. apologize. You're good. You're good. We're all tired. We haven't had yeah. a regular episode in two weeks. This yeah. dog is begging me. <laughs> Tracks. Always smelling your food. Oh no. My food. She's smelling your food. Yes, you got you. You've got these tracks in real life locations. Big jumps. Big loops. Uh, you can knock other cars out of the way with your boosts as well and send them flying, which is pretty hilarious. Um, there are magnetized sections of track. I want to talk about the cars, though, and especially, like, some of the DLC cars that are coming out. Because um, not only do you have, like, the regular Hot Wheels cars, but you have a lot of cars from different Eris? properties as well. Oh. You've got a lot of cars from a lot of different franchises as well. So you have, like... You also have like real life cars because real life cars as well. You've got like, you know, Mini Coopers, Chevrolet Camaro, Ford Mustangs. Who wants know. a Hot Wheels car of a Mini Cooper? It's actually pretty good. It's actually a pretty good car. No, as in like the toy, though. I wouldn't want a toy Mini Cooper. No, no, definitely not. I'm definitely not. But you also got um, a bunch of ones. You've got uh, 
uh, Hot Wheels car that is like a is a, is essentially a dragon car. Uh, that's cool. One that's a toaster. And then you've got ones that uh, Jared Jared politely muting his mic while he eats. <laughs> Thank you, Jared. And you also got a variety of different uh, cars for a variety of different franchises. You have a Batmobile. You have uh, the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Kid from Knight Rider. Uh, Snoopy's Doghouse. Yep, I'm not kidding. Snoop, it's literally is Snoopy's Doghouse on wheels with Snoopy on top of it. Okay. And um, one of the, the main reason that I bought the bought the game itself, um, aside from having the races, which are actually uh, the the campaign mode actually can get quite challenging, even on medium difficulty, is that they have Jared. I don't know if you remember uh, Hot Wheels okay. Highway 35. I don't. I don't even know what that is. Okay, it's Hot Wheels Highway 35, and accelerators are basically a Hot Wheels. Oh, there's there's a Foxy. A Hot Wheels uh, cartoon that was made to promote uh, certain toy lines with its own storyline and whatnot. The CG was terrible, but the uh, the story was actually quite decent. And they had one of the cars from the Acceleracer show, which I have nostalgia for. And I still have some of the cars laying around here somewhere in a bag. So that convinced me to get it. Letting her uh, but her also, fingers. the DLC has made me realize that this like there's so much potential for fun different cars because... Mm. Aside from the cars I've already mentioned, for DLC, they're they're getting... Oh, God, let me try to think of all of them. Um, a classic 1965 Aston Martin, which is probably James Bond-related. Yes, that is, that's James Bond. Uh, we're getting some more DC cars, like a Superman car and a Wonder Woman car. But also, we are getting some Street Fighter stuff, like we're getting Blanca. Look at the Blanca. Oh. Look at that thing. It's oh, beautiful. It's cool. I love that Blanca. Yeah, we're also getting. Wow, that looks literally uh, just like a toy. I think we're also, yeah, the yeah toy as well, and we're also getting. Uh, we're getting now. This is the Highway 35 version. We're getting the Deora 2, which is like one of the cool, which is my one of my favorite cars ever. What the fuck it's is simply, that? I know it, it's a weird car with a weird cockpit and surfboards on top. I love it. The, those are surf. That's a that is a car. I think. Yep. I know, yeah, that's Hot Wheels Highway 35. They they had some cool-looking cars with cool-looking paint jobs, It's not man. a real car, right? That car isn't real, right? Uh, I think there might have been a Dodge Dayor at some point, but it didn't look anything like this. Hmm. Yeah, and also announced for DLC, it's coming in, in, come from in December, probably. We're getting this, the baseline, which is from the Acceleracers. Cool. Zoom I just... Bit. Huh? Oh my! Hang on one sec. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. I mean, that's pretty. So that's that's what I've been gaming and what I'm really looking forward to because there's so much. Show here. There's so much. There's so much potential for like DLC and things like that. The only thing that I can really think of that might not happen is possibly uh, like Marvel Marvel cars, Marvel Hot Wheels coming in since DC has already like gotten in there with Batmobile and whatnot. Oh boy, we still got the big closed stream thing up. Hi, I'm back again. I'm sorry, <laughs> folks. I'm sorry. Your dogs are very active. Are they very active? Like, are they? Does this mean they're like they're active at night? Does that mean they're very like relaxed during the day? Yeah, usually they are because they're usually just because usually it's just my parents who are home and the dogs are just sitting around with them. Like, mm. like is uh, Foxy's like up on a desk all day usually? Yeah, sitting on the desk. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, so that, that was Hot Wheels Unleashed. Uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, mm-hmm. The races are starting to get harder and harder. Uh, oh, yeah, the one knock that I have, mm-hmm. uh, multiplayer, sometimes it's not really up to date on where your position is and where you finish. Like, I, the game was telling me I positioned third as I was crossing the finish line, but then it said I placed fourth. So there's some weird connection issues going on. Now, granted, I am on, I'm not using a direct wired connection. I'm on Uh, Wi Fi. mm -hmm. That might have something to do with it, but I've seen YouTube videos of like other players actually complaining about the same issue. So Hmm. it's something that they got to work on. But other than that, really fun racing game. Nice. And I'm enjoying continuing to collect the cars. Nice. Well, for me, in terms of the gaming, I finally finished case four of Ace Attorney. Okay. I felt something just dropped near my leg. I was not sure what it was. Sorry. Um, was, this, case, was it food or was it a spider? I think it might have been a spider or some sort of other bug. I hope it's not a spider because <laughs> I'm, I'm good at cleaning up after myself. But case four of Ace Attorney. Once again, we're up against, uh, I've been up against Von Karma. Who, who I think has a voice that sounds like this. Whenever he goes objection, it goes objection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A lot of voices. Once again, I think I I have mentioned about this case before. Uh, Edgeworth is on trial for possibly having killed this guy Robert Hammond. Mm. It's revealed to have not been that guy because uh, what's it? Because uh, Edgeworth did not kill, did not kill someone else. No. But Edgeworth was also suspected for of killing of killing someone else 15 years earlier, and that trial comes back up a lot. This. Uh, it's called the DL6 incident, and it came. It first sh- made its head up known in, I think, the second case involving another lawyer named Grossberg, who, mm. who, and oh, our voice acting just goes off the roof, off the, the top. It's um, it's very fun. Um, we're gonna be starting case five soon. We're not sure yet. Um, Von Karma finally gets told off by the judge, be like, "No, I want to see this data myself." Because Von Karma's just trying to be like, okay, just here's the here's what I say. This is these are the facts. Just end it now. End it now. Don't let them even talk. You're talking about Manfred Von Karma. Manfred Von Karma. Yes, I. Okay, hate him. yeah. I is he him. is he like is he is he voiced by Vince McMahon? Because <laughs> that's literally what you sound his, like you're playing him. Literally, his objections are all because uh, uh, all the objections and hold it are all in the game already. So his voice literally goes objection. <laughs> It's literally that deep. So I just gave him that voice again. Nice. By the way, my Vince McMahon is something more like this. Okay. This is Von Karma is really just trying not to let go of water in his mouth or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, hopefully he doesn't come get, come back. He, um, every time, basically he's just, uh, basically he, he, uh, it's spoilers. It's a game that's been out for years and years. Von yeah, Karma goes. It. It's fine. Von Car- uh, Edgeworth gets accused uh, in the DL6 incident of killing his father. Ooh, who was okay, wow. who was a defense attorney and the, uh, during the deal uh, uh, was killed after the, an earthquake stopped the elevator and um, what happened and be, uh, there was a bunch of, they were out of air they were losing oxygen so they were going crazy and screaming so at one point though the gun just comes towards Edgeworth and he just throws it to get them to stop then there's a bang and a scream but he uh. also passed out while throw while throwing it so he doesn't mm. remember it clearly. That's and now that's an interesting wrinkle. That that would make a very interesting. Yes, like, that's a real interesting case. I like that. So basically, he thought that he threw the gun and the gun shot his father. Oh yeah, like it ricocheted off and it hit him. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Basically, because there's uh there were two fu- shots apparently fired. One uh 
uh, one was found and one was not. And it was like whether or not it was relevant or not. Um, it, it was Von Karma himself who did the murder. <laughs> yeah. Von, he, he killed his dad because, what was his name? Because uh, someone actually made him stumble in a case and made the case not last less than three minutes. Mm. Which is apparently his record. It's so it's it's so weird. Von Karma's a really weird it's a really weird case, but it's it's very story driven and I like it. Yeah. Returning characters like Larry Butts come back and it's great. We also saw the tr- uh, what was it? Uh, I was confused also because credits go after the fourth case as opposed to after the fifth case because I knew there was a fifth case. Mm. I just hadn't unlocked it yet, and it unlocks after you beat the uh, the fourth case and you see the credits uh-huh. already. I mean, like, the, like the the details of the case is intriguing. Like, have they ever made like an anime for they Ace have. Attorney? They have. And like, if they did, if it, it, I hope it has this level of storytelling because that seems really interesting. I'm told it's basically a retelling of the games. Um, mm. Ace. Att- oh, this had a season two. I didn't even know that. Uh, let me go back to. Um, let's see. Uh, the first one, Ace Attorney, came out in spring 2016. It has like all the characters I, I, I thought I'd see. It's got our uh, Nick Phoenix, Nick Wright Phoenix. It's got our Mia and Maya. We've got our Edgeworth, Gumshoe, and Larry Butts. Oh, okay. Okay. First turn. Of, okay, so there's like each episode. The episodes are like named after the trials, it seems. Um, I think this is based on more than just the first game. Either that or I'm totally wrong. Hmm. Let's see. Turnabout Goodbyes. The Last Samurai. Turnabout goodbye. Yeah, it's a there's a whole lot to it's basically uh, I think the first thirteen episodes are basically the first four cases based on what it looks like to me. Yeah, and there's two seasons, so I'm guessing it's based on more of the game. So maybe I'll watch the first half of this show now to see now that I've seen this game. Yeah, why not? Why not? Should be should be good. Should be fun. I wonder if it's dubbed or not too though, because I would be curious about a dub for that show. It's a show primed up for a dub. But yeah, that's what I gamed. Goodness, we gotta get a move on. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll quickly go through what uh, I read real rant. fast. Um, comic books. Uh, I read Power Rangers Sins of the Future. Uh, it's about Time Force. It's about Pink Time Force Ranger. Uh, there are time shenanigans, pretty much. There's a black Time Force Ranger showing up as kind of the main Ooh. villain. She's pretty interesting. She's got a pretty interesting story. Uh, not. It was okay. Okay. I mean, it's a story. It's a story involving time travel, which I'm not really a fan of. But I think I would have liked to see more Ranger. Like, I would have liked. It's a. It's mostly about Jen, the Pink Ranger, yeah. focusing on her stuff and how she, she, she can have a relationship them. with. Yeah, because she was. Yeah, she was the leader of that of that team, really. Um, and she. And it's about her also trying to figure out how to have a relationship with Wes, who's living in the past. Near 2001, yep. who is technically the ancestor of her ex-fiance, which is super weird. Yeah, um, I remember seeing. The but regardless, um, I mean the final, the uh, final monster villain, pretty mm-hmm. cool design. Um, but I wish, I wish it was longer. I wish we'd have seen more of that particular character. But also, um, I guess it's because he doesn't have the quantum morpher anymore. But there's mm-hmm. no, uh, there's no quantum interaction. So that's a, of course not. That's a downer for me. But regardless. Sins of the Future, pretty decent overall. You just remind me. I would recommend. Remember when, uh, I remember when, when Power Rangers started being aired on like, I don't remember if it was Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon. I think it was Nickelodeon. It was Samurai. Yes. And at one point then on the Nicktoons channel, they started airing like, doing these overnight airings of all the old Power Rangers seasons. Oh, yeah? Series. Yeah. And I remember watching that beginning of the Time Force one again being like, he's a dick. Yeah, Alex? Uh, is, the, is that Wes in the not Wes? Whoever the original fiance was, 
He's yeah, a Alex. He's just a dick. Yeah, Alex is a huge jerk. Hated him, like, immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could just tell. I don't know. And those were some weird streams that they, like, why would, and they, they started at, like, 8 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So most of the beginning of the season where you learn the characters are going to be when the kids are asleep. Yeah. Doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. It's for, like, the older audience. I don't know. I guess so. What Nicktoons, whatever. Uh, skipping my rant. Cassian Andor, the series, has finished has finished its filming. Yeah, this is a Star Wars show, right? That it is. That it is. This is one of them. This is one of the many Star Wars things that they announced during. Oh God, was it like Investors Day? Something like or that. Or something like that. Way back then, they're yeah. making a series about one of the Rogue One characters. Yep, Star Wars, uh, uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story prequel series about Cassian Andor, who was the I think French sounding guy. Yeah. Diego Luna is set to reprise his role as a rebel spy, though other Disney Plus productions have halted for the time being. Cassian Andor series seems to be moving along. It's already, it's actually wrapped up finishing. Um, oh, it was announced in late 2018. Oh my goodness. Okay, it was it was an untitled project and uh, written by the Americans writers, uh, Stephen Schiff and Rogue One co-writer Tony Gilroy. Okay. So it's a prequel of a prequel. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically it is. I'm uh, fascinated. I'm actually kind of curious to see what it does because I mean, granted, it's like we've seen what they can do with the Mandalorian, and that's not Jedi or Sith related or anything like that. Exactly. We have no trailer. Also, we have no release date. So, what is the point of this? Here's the plot. It's set five years prior to Rogue One and uh, follows a ragtag crew on a mission to steal Death Star plans, ultimately leading up to right. Uh, that no, 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 that's the, that's the movie. Oh yeah, this is set five years to Rogue One, and then it just told me that I just started reading out the thing for Rogue yeah, One. The plot to Rogue One, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's likely to follow the Rebel spy at the height of the Galactic Empire's rule. The Disney Plus series uh, has been described as a spy thriller with a lot of espionage-related missions. So we might be getting an Adventure of the Week series similar to the midsection of the Mandalorian's first season. Oh, like the middle stuff, yeah. Okay, yeah. Really cool. Yeah, so a bit, uh, so a little bit James Bondy, I guess. Yep, we've got. I uh, could actually go for that. Yeah, definitely. We got Diego Luna's back. We've got Alan Tudyk will be replace will be reprising his role as K S as K two S O. Hell boy. yes, the boy. Do boy. not do not be alarmed. You are being rescued. <laughs> do not resist. <laughs> uh, Genevieve O'Reilly will return as uh, Mon Mothma. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she originated in Revenge of the Sith. Yep. And, uh, in addition to that, uh, we also have Denise uh, Gaug join the series. I don't know as a new character per Variety, and still in Skarsgård. And Kyle Solar are also going to be in some roles too. So this should be cool. This should this should be good. Yeah, I can't wait. This this website here that I'm on Inverse.com. It also I think has some Mandalorian season three stuff. I don't, I don't know. Surprisingly, three seasons in. Jeez. Because <laughs> my brain went, my brain went for a second. Like, wait, season two is in value, and then I went, oh yes, it. Yeah. Because I, I don't know why I just meld season one and two into my mind as like one big season. Because watching the whole thing all, t- because watching both seasons straight through will make you uh, makes emotions happen, and it makes you think it's all one just story, and that's why yeah. I cried at the end of that season, because it was so beautiful. <laughs> New image of Dyad in the Force Star. What the hell is this? <laughs> I don't know. Something uh, called the Force Dyad. Uh, let's let's move on from here. Uh, Cassie and Andor. Hopefully that'll be a good show. Yeah. I need to rewatch Rogue One because I only saw it when it went to theaters. 
Rogue One's actually pretty good. Oh, it was. Yes, it's very. a good one. Um, let's ha- let's hop in to some MC news real quick. I'm gonna just spit some of these out here. Yeah. MC news uh, news. Um, I'm gonna got- find a home for this. <laughs> what home? What home? You say? Why none other than the wonderful world of Disney Plus? Yeah, starring the Punisher. Yes, John Bernthal is returning in a rebooted Punisher se- uh, in a rebooted Punisher series. Um. From what I gathered, basically, from uh, hearing about... Okay, so we'll first... Uh, initially, John Thurnfall, there was a possibility that we would first see the character debut with a cameo in the upcoming Moon Knight series. Yep. That, I think, finished up uh, filming re- recently. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm trying... It doesn't really have a lot more on this article, but... Let's see. This new Marvel Punisher series with John Bernthal in the lead will, con- will uh, in the lead could be further along than originally expected as well. Um, according to small screen reporting, there is an already a script in the hand and negotiations to bring Bernthal back as the character are nearing the as the character are nearing the finish line. Small screen says that the show will trend extremely violent, making it possibly the most bloody series to date within the Marvel universe. This is notable for a couple of reasons, but primarily because it possibly signals a willingness on. The the part of Marvel uh, of the Marvel folks to work MCU stories off to Dis- off of Disney Plus and on to Hulu when the content mm-hmm. lines up better for the latter. I forgot that they've they've got some series on um on Hulu also. Like, was it the yeah, Runaways? Yeah, that's right. It's like because they advertise not only like the Disney Plus package, but you yeah. also got the big Ultimate package with Disney Plus, Hulu, and I think like some ESPN. Stuff. It was ESPN, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever their thing is called. So yeah, hopefully we're gonna get John John because bon, his portrayal is just so perfect. You can just see like the cold stares in his eyes and in his face. Yeah, I, I got to give that show a second chance because I watched the first episode when it first came out in college, very late at night, mm. and I finished it, and I was like, man, that was depressing, <laughs> and I just and then I immediately fell asleep. So my memory of that is kind of long gone. So I got to give The Punisher a second shot. Definitely worth it. I definitely say you should give it another shot. Mm-hmm. You've seen, like, uh, how much of the other shows have you seen? I forget. I really haven't seen a lot of... I've watched some of Daredevil, but I've, I've a little bit of Luke Cage. Uh, never touched Iron Fist. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I know it. I know that there's some good stuff in there, so I should probably watch. Yeah, give Jessica those Jones Netflix season, shows a shot again. Jessica Jones season one is the best of all of it. It was the best oh, of yeah. everything in there. Because David yeah, that, Tennant... I think that one was, like, the longest running, right? Yeah, that one and... and uh, daredevil got both got three seasons before mm. everything started getting canceled but yeah and they're good they were good they're all good shows i can't wait to see those guys them get more and more involved every week we seem to come back and just see more and more hints uh towards the netflix characters coming into uh the mcu yeah i can't wait for the punisher to meet spider-man oh that's gonna be fun yeah it's gonna be a fun day for for peter oh yes um another that uh, we got two spin-offs in the works also um oh first of all agatha harkness Played by Ka- Swagatha Darkness is back. Oh. oh yeah, played by Catherine Hahn back in WandaVision is uh, getting her own spinoff series in the works. I don't know why. Because she's a villain. Because she's great. That's I mean, why yeah, she was great. Yes, she was great. And I'm if glad this show she- isn't called it was a- it, if this show isn't called Agatha all along, I'm disappointed. Uh, oh man, imagine if it just had the same song as the theme, but you know, totally different visuals, of course. Oh yeah. Where would it follow though? So. It's uh, Maybe the, before WandaVision. I don't know. So the Variety article I have here says that Han would reprise her role in the series, which um, 
is going to be described as a dark comedy, though the exact plot details remain under wraps. WandaVision head writer Jack Schaefer would serve as the writer and executive producer on the project. Should the spinoff go forward, it would be the first project Schaefer has set up with the Mar- up with Marvel since she signed. Oh, Jacques. Oh, that's a girl. Uh, since she signed an overall deal with them and twentieth century tell and with twentieth television back in May. Mm-hmm. Um. They, uh, they're staying mum on this one. Uh, let's see. Reps for Schaefer and Han did not immediately respond to Variety's request for a comment. Um, so it's possibly in the works. I, I, it'd be, I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be sure. cool. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really show, show much else. Of also, it, in here, it just tells them about other projects that they're all working on and or have worked on. Who could she face? Like, as I thought, she's a villain. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like heroic. I, I almost said Doctor Fate, but that's a DC character. Jeez, that's not right. Uh, Maybe now they bring in Mephisto. I would think so. Probably. I yeah, mean, like, uh, like people like or keep. I I was talking to a coworker about this of how like um, Doctor Strange in the upcoming Spider-Man movie. People have been thinking like, oh, he looks kind of suspicious. Doctor Something's Strange? not quite right, and it's like, what if this Doctor Strange is actually Mephisto in disguise? <laughs> Jesus. Or if it's just Dark Doctor Strange from the multiverse. Oh, God. We'll get to that, though. Mm-hmm. Um, another spinoff involving a character called Echo. Apparently, they might have been, it may be considered the Daredevil Season 4. Yeah. It, it, the, She's what, what, a Echo. I'm just looking this up now. She's a supporting character in, uh, in like, around Daredevil. And she's also the adopted daughter of the Kingpin. Yes. Oh. So that might be interesting. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. King- Kingpin is still alive at the end of Season 3. Uh, sorry mm-hmm. for the spoiler. Um, That's fine. Oh, it's a great season. Also, season yeah. three is literally the best of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, the show. Uh, so a deaf Native American character who we played by Alakwa Cox. I hope I I pronounced that right. Um, and she will be in the Hawkeye series. Ooh, okay. That's cool. Ah, <gasps> oh, God, I ate and now I've got all this indigestion. Yep, you got a burp. Exactly, burp myself. Uh, Echo, whose real name is Maya Lopez, has the ability to perfectly copy another person's movements or fighting style, making her a formidable opponent in battle. In the Marvel comics, Echo crosses paths with characters like Daredevil, Moon Knight, and the Avengers. She also... (laughs) She was also the first person to hold the title of Ronin before passing it on to Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye, in the comics. Okay, so that's where that comes from. Makes sense, I guess. Maybe, oh, then she must be appearing in... Um, yeah, yes. Yeah. So if, if someone's running around as Ronan, it's probably going to be her. Yeah, exactly. Because we thought... It, it appears to be... Um, what's her name? Haley Seinfeld's character? Yeah. Kate Kate Bishop. Yes. That's what we think yeah. it is right now based on the trailers. But it may now that just may be this one instead. Hmm. But also another character that just... Where their ability is they copy what their opponent's abilities are. It's just Taskmaster. It's just Taskmaster again. <laughs> and people were saying that Taskmaster was just was just the Winter Soldier again. Oh God. Yeah, I think it's, it it should still be good. We have nothing else. We have nothing else about this yet. It's just a, a character, and that it's a possibility, possibly coming. Um, I mean, hey, more expansion on the MCU should be great. Yeah. And a lot more of this article is just expansion on the you know what other stuff Marvel has been doing. So, yeah, the next thing, I'll take over a little bit, Jared. Go uh, for it. For this big. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, a little bit of casting news has been revealed. We are finally getting the answer to who is playing the long-awaited uh, Adam Warlock character. Yes. And it has been officially confirmed that Will, Mr. Will Poulter is going to play Adam Warlock in the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. 
Now, as far as I can tell, uh, Will Poulter. this kid was in uh, Midsommar. Uh, he was the little kid in the Chronicles of Narnia film. Oh, yeah. He That's was kind of all that I know him from. He's the little kid who be- turns into the dragon. Turns yeah. into a dragon. Oh, you didn't? Did you not see that uh, that Narnia film? How many of them are there? There's three. Okay, I've I know that there were two. Yeah, and he is. But in, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool that he turns into a dragon. Yeah, he's in the third one, uh, Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Eustace Scrub. Uh, yeah, he gets turned into a dragon because of magic and such and such. Okay, then yeah. So this confirms we're finally getting Adam Warlock. How when yep. when did Guardians of the Galaxy two come out? That was like 2015, 2016, 2017? 2014. Guardians came. 2014. Out. And twenty seventeen was when Guardians two came out. Okay, so we're finally getting oh, it's. He was in We're the Millers. I love that movie. That's a yeah. He was movie. in that comedy movie too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and okay. Speaking of teen, uh, teen, teen dystopian future movies, he was also in the Maze Runner. Oh yeah. Only the first Maze Runner, because I remember him from that. He get, he's bad kid. He's a stupid kid. He's it, it, yeah. What he was? He shows up in that too. How? I don't. I don't know. He's a good actor. He's a good actor who's got a m- wide variety of roles. And my God, did he age up between Voyage of the Dawn Treader and We Are the Millers? Oh, yeah. Well, when I consider also that those Narnia movies take a while to film, and they build a lot of those sets themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah. All physical, like the castles and all that, and the campsite. Mm-hmm. Precisely. I remember the campsite right before the big war. Those are very nice. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Chronicles of Narnia, because uh, that uh, Narnia 3 and We Are the Millers are only three years apart. Hmm. Yeah. I did not realize because and how old was he at that point? I'm I'm curious now. But no, not he was a not, kid at that point. I want to say like 12, 13, maybe just to take a guess. Okay, he's twenty eight now. Mm. Um, he's twenty eight now. That movie came out in. He's born nineteen ninety three. That movie Voyage of the Dawn trailer came out in twenty ten. Oh, what? Wait, it came out in twenty ten, which means he would have been seventeen by then. Okay. How long did it take them to film Voyage of the Dawn Treader? He he must have hit puberty late. No offense to him. No, because he's still a small child when that when, in that first uh, uh, when that first movie comes out or when that third uh, Narnia movie comes out. Oh like, yeah, a really small child. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Will Poulter. Uh, anything else to say? Because I'm I'm up for this guy. I'm up for this casting. Yeah, not much. I mean, again, we have to see. I'm, I'm fascinated to see what he actually looks like. The whole costume thing, a full like big red outfit. Yeah. And big flowing golden locks. There was also rumors that he, uh, he w- that that gun would be bringing out another character, mm-hmm. um, a character that he really want. Okay, wait. I often strike down false rumors. Uh, oh, never mind. That wasn't a false rumor. Okay, but he said he did say something about uh, another character that he really wants to bring, like a character that is either a really powerful or b could really just is very difficult to bring to the MCU. And, Cosmic uh, Ghost Rider. Something like that, maybe. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> that that sounds cool. I don't even know what that is. It's basically, what if the Punisher was the Ghost Rider? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you, that that's that's not... No, the right reaction is, oh, dear God, we're all going to die. Yeah, yeah, true. Oh, speaking of dying yeah. and such, let's move ourselves on to trailers. Oh, my... We got some zombies. It's time for Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Got well, some zombo wombos. You're in Raccoon City. It's a zombie abyss. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Yep. No, I don't want any of your fucking shit. No. 
<laughs> that's uh that's for any um star bomb fans out there yes mm-hmm. um it is dangerous to go alone it's also dangerous to go together hey and hey guy from the trailer it's also dangerous to split up idiot <laughs> never do that never, never. do that yeah. you should always have someone literally walking i don't know if walking backwards is a really good idea especially in, in like a multi-story place where you got stairs and stuff but you gotta have someone watching your behind exactly you got especially when you got zombies um yeah this resident evil thing looks good it looks like it's gonna be a decent film yes um i don't think it's gonna be as bad as like the um the previous ones i never saw the previous ones are they really yeah, that they, they're all they're all like a massive blur of like crazy stuff i hear that they're really un- not even re- they don't have even much relation to the games is that true no there it's very it, it really feels like just aesthetically it feels like it's really its own thing oh i don't want that i want resident evil yeah well this one this one's got this one's got a claire and she's got a red jacket and it's got umbrella it's got rpd it's got the uh it's got zombies that's not the voice i wanted that's still pretty good though Thanks. Got enough. I wanted more of a deeper voice. You see, yeah, oh. you sound like you're on the radio. You sound like Hunk. Now who's called Radio Gibbon? We got tons of monsters. Welcome to Raccoon City. Welcome to my uh, mansion. We were doing some uh, experiments on people. We got uh, a zombie that seems to be a slimy amalgamation of others. We got your standards. And we got the one with the brain on its head. The brain just outside its head. Yeah. And we got a giant one with eyes, which I which I don't eyes. know if that's a nod to a, a nod to a uh, particular boss in the game, but that's I'm thinking of Resident Probably. Evil 2 boss. Well, so I don't know. It okay. I it is supposed to be a, an amalgamation of the first two games. Mm. If I remember that, okay, from- that would explain why the um, the RPD building looks like the police station in the second game. Ah, okay. And the eyeball monster reminds me of uh, oh god, what's his name? Doctor Berthal? Doctor Bertham? I don't know. Berthal? I don't know. Regardless, it's like one of the bosses from the second game. It reminds me of the one with the giant eyeballs. Uh, looks pretty fun. Yep. Uh, it, lo- it looks like it looks like a Night of the Living Dead like sort of deal here. Yeah, it does. Okay, I just found the cast also uh, from before. I was wrong. It was not Dylan O'Brien. It's Robbie Amell. Okay. The uh, the brother of a uh, of Stephen Amell, I guess. Where oh. do I know him from? He, I know him from some stuff because he's definitely like one of those actors that you see and you're like, oh, I've seen him in some stuff before. But but what was it again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the hell? There's two movies with this name. What the hell's Code Eight? <laughs> Code Eight. No Don't idea. Look- yeah, I'm looking at his movies that he's been in. I'm like, okay, I, I, I didn't see Cheaper by the Dozen 2. No. Um, wow, I haven't... I, I, oh, oh, okay. He's been in a bunch... Oh, God, he had a main role in uh, True Jackson VP. Okay, no wonder. He's been... Oh, he was Fred... He was that live-action Fred. Remember oh, God. Th- remember those live-action Scooby-Doo movies like that had a different cat? The, the ones oh. without... Oh! Yeah. I think Coolsville sucks. That that first, you know how there's that first one where he's not, where Fred isn't a blonde. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to picture him in my mind. Uh, let me share. Here's the Wikipedia real quick. Yes. Just so you can see that poster real quick. Because there he is, right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, come on, zoom in for me. Okay, it's not zooming in for me. That's that's okay. But yeah, that's him right there. Not 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 blonde Fred. It's really weird. Oh, God. Like it's like the prequel thing. Yeah, it is. That's the prequel thing. It's like when they started being uh, 
mystery investigators, yeah. Wow. Uh, that's pretty cool. And uh, also, Evan Jogia is in it too. He was from Victorious. Uh, mm. Great. I loved seeing him also a few months when I, when I talked about Zombieland 2 a few weeks ago. Mm. Or whenever that was. But that's not the only trailer we got. We also got a trailer for The Beatles' Get Back. Yeah. It, um, apparently, this is footage that was literally recorded years like 50 years ago that has never been seen up until now yep i love and uh, jared i don't know how like big of the history you are with the beatles but this seems like recording them at a very critical moment in their career yes this is a very critical moment of their career this is like right before they're about to break up oh okay yeah so get back wait was Get Back on Let It Be, or was it on... I don't remember if this is them reco- they're, uh, talking about the recordings of Let It Be, which were so tri- uh, so trifling, and just out... Uh, it, Let It Be also wasn't released until, like, two until like after the Beatles broke up, by the way. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Um, but it was still released, because it was their last movie. They recorded Let It Be, actually, before they recorded Abbey Road. Yeah, because, actually, I hear Let It... I thought I heard Let It Be in this trailer in particular, so... Yes. Now... The fact that this documentary is going to be on Disney Plus kind of stifles um, my sort of question about this documentary. Is this going to be like, in in the sense of that, how is it, how it's going to like portray the band pers- personality wise? Is this going to be a case of like, is this going to be like a happy feel good story where everyone like bands together, or or is this going to be a case of like some kind of monster where it makes everyone look like an asshole? Hmm, this might be a more of a some kind of monster. Oh, boy. Oh, man, but, I can't wait but for more this. Happier, but more happier than that, I think. Yeah, a, little, a little more professional, I guess. Yeah, you could say. I mean, considering both bands, that, uh, the band also that you're comparing it to, Metallica is still together, and the Beatles broke up after that movie, or broke up oh, after yeah. the next album. Yes. Um, and this, oh, this is also them when they were, they were also prepping, I think, for that rooftop concert. Yeah, it shows it right at the end. They're they're actually like setting their stuff up on the rooftop. Yeah, if you've ever watched that performance, it's a great performance. Like, okay, I'll have to look that up. It's worth it. It's worth the watch. Um, it's only like seventeen minutes anyway that they do it before they get shut down. Oh yeah, they they were talking about it. it's like we gotta we gotta do a live show where it's like we're not supposed to be there. Yep, and because uh, yeah. they really were not supposed to be there, they had also no. quit touring by this point too. Like, they were only so the Beatles um, after I think it, the Revolver album stopped touring entirely and just put oh. out albums and singles. Okay, yeah, that's that, that's why the second half of their career is so much more sophisticated music because they didn't have the stress of touring along with it too. They also they just in the studio doing the drugs, having their relationships. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Becoming monks and, and studying with the Maharishi. Um, what? <laughs> oh, you don't know wow, who the Maharishi okay. is? <laughs> I no, I have no. I, I didn't know they studied become monks. All right, I got to not exactly become monks, Beatles but like doing. not monks, but they worked with like a monk to become like you know, just to get more at peace with themselves. I think while they were there with the Maharishi, they wrote Dear Prudence. Um, Ringo was mm-hmm. only there for like three days, while the others were there for at least two. Well, I think Paul left after that, and John and George were there the longest at like two months each. With okay. the Maharishi. Ringo just gave up. <laughs> Ringo gave up because he's not a vegetarian. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the main reason why. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be good. Yeah, this yeah, this looks really interesting. Yeah. Back to gaming real quick. I think we're going to skip uh, the, any of the wrestling stuff this week to save yeah. time. Okay. Yeah. yeah, this is what happens when you skip a week, guys. You get a lot of backup news. Oh, yeah. Sora is in Smash Brothers. The final 
Smash Brothers character, possibly for now, or possibly for good, for Smash Brothers Ultimate, it is Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Yep. The apparently, from what I understand, the most most requested character that he was the most requested guest character in all of Smash. In the reveal for it, Sakurai even talked about how they put out the voting and Sora was the most voted. And I guess they waited on purpose. Yeah, he, yeah. Here's the thing. I I can't remember where I heard this from, but I believe that they they did not reveal the results of the poll up until that exact direct. Yep. I think, and also like mainly because mainly because like getting that. Sora in that game would have been a legal nightmare because not only do you have to like get approval from Square Enix on everything, you also they also have to get approval from everything from Disney. Exactly, and the fact the fact it, let, let's start with this. You don't see Sora first. You see the first thing that you see that's uh, that you know makes you know it's Kingdom Hearts is you see the Mickey Mouse logo. You see the Mickey Mouse. Yeah, you ears. see you see the Mickey Ma- the hidden Mickey uh, key keychain on, on the key on the keyblade. Key yeah. yeah. So I'm looking at this guy's. I'm looking at this guy's move set. It is super accurate to the games. As I mean, it's Smash Brothers. Like they yeah. give so much time and love to all these crazy, all these guest characters. His, um, re- his recovery from the moves. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Jared. I was gonna say his recovery kind of makes me think of Bayonetta. Yeah, with the moves. Sorry, you you probably can go more about the moves and such. Yeah, games. I mean, I mean, Kingdom Hearts and Bayonetta are both character action games, of course. So yeah. I imagine they would both have aerial recoveries. Mm. As well as a person who has not played Bayonetta, but has played a lot of a lot of the Kingdom Hearts games. Um, yeah, the moves are accurate. The magic looks good. Uh, I'm shocked. I'm amazed at how many different costumes you have in there. Oh you have God. his main outfits from one, two, and three. You've got a wisdom form, and you have uh, him Steamboat Willie style as well, which is an actual world that you go to in Kingdom Hearts two. Nice. And um, his final smash. I like that his final smash. Is- unique like it's not a reference to any other game it's unique to this smash brothers specifically and it's literally locking the door for smash essentially oh yeah it's kind yeah. of symbolic on like sort of like the ending and i'm pretty happy i want to ask you a question jerry like do you want there at some point in the next like five or six years do you want there to be another smash brothers game or do you just want this game to be it <sighs> it's not because they're I never going to top this they're never going to be this big again Ah, man, you you might be right. I don't know. I think, let's just say this. Let me say this also. Sakurai got lots of support and lots of fans tweeting him. You did great, Sakurai. Get some rest, please. Yes, please stop working. Please. <laughs> you have done enough. <laughs> he acknowledged He's been this. at this forever. He acknowledged it himself on the, uh, during the announcement, I think, too. Uh, or before mm-hmm. that, too. And do I think this is going to be the last Smash? No. Mm-hmm. I think this will be the last Smash Bros. directed by Masahiro Sakurai, though. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. I I think because the the Smash Brothers franchise, especially with Smash Brothers, this game, Smash Brothers Ultimate, at this point, we are at what I like to call Devil May Cry Five levels of uh, content because Devil May Cry Five has, as far as like combat moves, a disgusting amount of moves in that game, and I feel like Smash has a disgusting amount of content in it. Characters, characters, stages, music. music. Yeah, music, exactly. <laughs> music, like, what they say? They had, like, over a thousand minutes of song, at least over 1,100 minutes of songs or something like that? 
Yeah. Like throughout the every song, 98 characters, they showed like a big stat screen at the end of the yeah. uh, presentation as well, just to show like how far because it's like this, like they like, what are you going to do after that? Are you going to do like 150 characters for the next game? No, like oh, just no. physically impossible. Can't do that. I would say if they're going to make another Smash game, they're going to have to do something completely different. I think what they should do is they'll do do something online like uh, what Assassin's Creed I think does now now where they just have one game that they're gonna add the stories to uh, add the other stories to more and more to try and have it all be related back to the one guy I think that's how it works right there's this one guy like we're all related back to Altair that yes I think you so. have it all related back to Kirby the main character is that his name Kirby. No, from Assassin's Creed? Yes, the the guy who no, goes Alt- to the anime. Altair. Altair, my bad, I'm sorry. I never Altair, played. I was about to say, like, like just like Assassin's Creed, you have it all the trace all the way back to Kirby, who is the main character of Smash Bros. Uh, and uh, the main okay. hero. He's a boy. What they can end up doing, I guess, also, is they can just do a rotating ca- cast of characters, too. Every, yeah. Like, have certain characters be available for a certain amount of time, and that's it with this online system. That's what yeah. they, I think Although that, that might... I was I was gonna say that might screw up with tournaments, but I'm I'm wondering with Evo and everything. I'm wondering if Nintendo might be like, you know what? Maybe we won't do like official tournaments anymore. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I maybe we can finally get. It's like uh, no Waluigi though. I don't want Waluigi. I don't want. No, I mean, I here's the thing. I I get why people want a Waluigi because you have every other Mario. Yeah. yeah but at the same time, what are his moves gonna be like? Tennis and. Striker soccer moves like exactly. He doesn't really have anything that's like unique to him. Exactly. That's why he's not in any of the WarioWare games. Oh yeah, that's right. He's not in any of those. That's true. Uh, I don't but know. Yeah, but yeah, Sora and Smash, really good place to sort of end. Yep. Smash Brothers. It's gonna be released today. Is uh, October fourteenth. I'm dating this on purpose because I need to tell myself to edit faster. Uh, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. Uh, can't wa- I was gonna say something else too? Oh, on the 18th is when he comes out. Yes. October 18th in about five less than five days. Yep. Uh, we get a what was it? They're gonna talk about how to play him or something. Is it a how to play? No, no, because they showed off they showed off how to play him sort of. Yeah, they, they showed off present. all his moves. Yeah, yeah, already. I guess yeah. That's just when they're releasing is the 18th instead, which is mm-hmm. uh, previously they've done it. They've done same day ones uh, with the release things, but. I don't know why they had to wait. Maybe in case people notice things that needed to be changed for, um, what's it, for balancing purposes? I guess. I guess. He's too OP. Apparently, Sakura actually said during the presentation that we made him, he's he's a much simpler character than compared to the likes of Ryu mm. and, like, uh, Kazooie and whatnot. So, and my mind goes, it's like, oh, you mean, you mean by complex, you mean, like, real fighting game characters? No. <laughs> I've, have you ever played as Kazuya or no? Uh, I haven't. I don't actually have Smash. Oh, I didn't know. Kazuya is a lot of fun to use. Oh, good. Sometimes like slower, but it works. Yeah. Or it works because of the way he moves and the way that the fighting is done in his game. Oh like, yeah. The movements of the screen work so much with Kazuya. It's I love it. Um, Sora though could be great for Smash. Um, yes. Let's. But. But but. Uh, I can't. I'm trying to make a joke to get into to get us into the main thing. Now we we pondered what, about now, we uh, wondered what if about the future of Smash Brothers, but we don't have to want ponder about the fate of what if because it's done. Yep, it's done. First season's we, done. Yes. Uh, what a fun what a fun little show. Yeah, honestly, just okay overall, but like worth the watch. Yeah, worth the watch because like the moments where like it, where 
the good moments are just really good moments yes i want to go through this like uh, basically uh for those who don't know what what if is it's basically takes uh the characters of the marvel franchise all of the first 20 movies i guess whatever uh, the original yeah the original iron man through to avengers endgame i i would say Yes. And uh, does other things, like changes uh, situations that happen with them. We started off with what if uh, Captain Carter was the first Avenger instead. Works great. Yep. What a, a, But not much of a change to the story itself. That's why people say that's like the weakest episode because they only really introduce one real change. Yeah. The most And most of the rest of the story is the same. Mostly. Yeah, pretty much. Like it still follows the Captain America first Avenger movie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, like Steve is in the... F- uh, Steve is in the Hydra Stomper. Iron, yeah, which is basically, basically a, like that's basically Iron Man Mark One before Iron Man Mark. Yep, actually happened. Pretty cool. Pretty cool seeing his dad, uh, Howard Stark, uh, was funny in that episode. Oh yeah, he's being dragged yes. to places he did not want to go. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Episode two. What if T'Challa became the Star Lord? Yeah. Kind of a weird one, but it was it was it was fun. It was it was still. You know, it's it's T'Challa being charming as always. Yeah. Uh, fight a big, a really cool fight with the Collector. Yeah. That kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, the Collector kind of became a badass. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. It just happened, I guess. Uh, he got buff as hell. Yeah. He hit the gym. <laughs> he did. He stole a lot of weapons in this universe too. He's just got like Hela's helmet, yep. which breaks simply by Yondu's arrow. Arrow. What the hell? Huh. Yeah. That happens, and Yondu's arrow breaks an Asgardian weapon, or an Asgardian. Yeah. I, I don't get that. Mm. Um, and of course, also when they show that all those other weapons, you only get a quick glimpse, but you obviously see the Captain America shield and Mjolnir as well. Mm-hmm. Wow, it means. I wonder what that means for like in that universe for like some of the other stuff. Because God, that must mean that like so many of the other characters are dead. Because and that almost would have supported the theory of. Um, that would have supported, uh, you know, seeing all those we- all those weapons. There would have supported Yondu's thing of Earth was destroyed, which obviously d- isn't true. Yes. Uh, this is spoilerific, by the way. If you guys haven't noticed, by the way, we're just spoiling. Yeah, the we're whole just thing. running through all of them briefly. Yeah. Um. It just in- very. In- uh. I don't know. It- very interesting. Loved seeing just how basically. T'Challa would just be a better person as Star-Lord than than mm-hmm. others. Um, a lot of cliffhangers, too, I gotta say, on this series. Some stuff mm-hmm. just kind of left there. Yeah. Like, and quickly wrapped up by the end of the series, too, which we'll get to that. Uh, like, like this one, this next one uh, has a very open note at the end of it. Um, what if the Avengers were destroyed before they had time, basically? Or what if the Avengers were taken out before, you know? Yeah, kind it's, of honestly, honestly, one of the weaker ones for me. It's yeah. it's it's an interesting mystery. It gives us like it gives us a bit of screen time for a particular character. Uh, I guess I'll just say Hank Pym to have like a bit of a cool action scene. Yeah, that he didn't in the movies, but for <laughs> the most part, it's just kind of basic. Yeah, it was just pretty basic. Um, kind of fun to see an alliance between Loki and Nick Fury. Though I think that's kind of it. Yeah, that was a weird thing it was kind of it was fun it was it was funny and awkward because also um it it made sense for him to come and invade i guess because with uh with thor being killed i wonder what happened uh what what odin and frigga felt about this like uh, i think that's why loki came down because it's like you killed my brother yeah and he has the odin force at the time too yeah he's got the army with him what happens when odin wakes up that's what i want oh god that's right what happens Uh, the next episode, best in the series, if you ask me, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart? Oh, God, man. 
Talk of, you know what? Just when I think uh, MCU movie made me feel every I could think of, I was not expecting to feel heartbreaking depression. Yep, I remember we talked about that episode uh, with with uh, Eric when he was here. Yes. Uh, yeah. When when the sixty nine whiskey boys were here for all out predictions. Mm-hmm. And boy, was it a good one. Uh, it's. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm starting over my conversation. Where I thought, uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, wants uh, in the, it creates an absolute point in time, but that only exists in this part of the multiverse or in this universe where this has to happen. Uh, that had to happen in order for Doctor Strange to become Doctor Strange. Yes. Instead of losing his hands, and in, instead, um, was he heading for like the same kind of ce- uh, ceremony or banquet when he when uh, in the original movie? I forget what he was saying. Yes. Saying to a yeah, party. yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, the car accident. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, originally he's distracted by something else, but I guess I feel like there was like something that was on purpose trying to make him die when the car kept being the cause of the crash. It was the same yeah, car. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, same car. Yeah. But no, uh, that was just like, that was just like not a super villain or anything. That was just fate. Yep. It was fate and then the universe collapsing in on itself. Yep. Huh. Uh, we'll get back to him later because what of zombies? What yeah, zombies? zombies. Zombies was really good, surprisingly okay. funny at points, but also one that left really on really open ended. Yes, yes. Oh, I meant to say episode three was open ended because we just ended with uh, Nick Fury finding Captain America and calling Captain Marvel. Yep, that's right. And that's that's yeah, that's all that one's left at. Uh, this yep. one, yeah, totally left off on just a random spot. What it, uh, this one was basically um, Janet Van Dyne is brought back, but instead of being brought back normal, she comes back as a zombie. Yes, infected with a quantum virus that ends up infecting pretty much the entire world. Yep, really quickly because uh, yeah. just as Thanos is atta- is ready to have his attack, Doc uh, Bruce Banner gets. Uh, brought back to earth oh yeah uh, it's like it's like uh, guys thanos has come oh wow yeah what the fuck? i guess he's already i guess he's already here yeah it seemed like it was it, but no it was the zombies yep it was the zambos mm-hmm. and uh but kind of an open-ended ending because it at the episode ends with zombie thanos showing up having like five of the infinity stones already yes and just First of all, how do you? Uh, I guess he would have th- he would have tossed Gamora already by that point. That makes sense. Yeah, but he, the only one left would be the Mind Stone, right? Yep, and that was in Vision before. Yep, Vision takes his own life again. Apparently, it's only slightly different from the original comics. Uh, from the original comic, um, one thing that they kept accurate was T'Challa being used as food. Apparently, for the zombies. Oof. That's literally what happens in the comic. Apparently, I don't. Yikes! That's what I found out from the Weekly Planet. Eesh. Um. Let's move on to the next one. What if, uh, what if Killmonger saved Tony Stark? Yeah, this this I like this one because it's just it's just more Killmonger. Yep. Yeah, Killmonger in canon now likes anime. I like it. Yes. They openly say Gundams. (laughs) Yes, he literally likes building Gundams, and it's and Tony's like, oh my god, you massive. (laughs) Oh my god, I just remembered something else I meant to mention also, because of other purchases that I made. Um. I made some other purchases that I meant to show off too. Oh no, I meant to show this off next week. Next yeah, we'll week. show it next week. First thing, corrections. Yes, first thing, corrections is to show off some cool stuff. Uh, epi- this episode also kind of ended on an open note. Like Shuri and uh, and what and Pepper were about and to Pepper. go. Yeah, they were like about to go 
go take over uh, Wakanda or go to take uh, w- take down uh, Killmonger because he was king in Wakanda there. Yes. My God, he had like a whole huge plan that just went perfectly for him, and it was kind of amazing how yep. well it worked out for him. And the way he killed mm-hmm. Tony Stark, mm-hmm. it just kind of, it came so sudden. Like I could see it when it happened, but like, it was like whoa, whoa. Mm. Also, the actor for uh, that's doing um, Tony Stark's voice instead, really good, but and definitely isn't Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, but still good. Yeah, um, it's a little annoying because it's, I just wish they would do they would play Tony Stark rather than. Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. Exactly. I mean, if I you want to play Tony that, but I mean, if you want him to be just be an alcoholic the whole show, then that's fine too. Just watch Tony Stark's <laughs> real life. You know, just I'm not Tony God. Stark's real life. Just watch Robert Downey Jr.'s previous things before he got clean. Yes. Um, episode seven. Right. What if Thor was an only child? Oh, Party Thor. This one was fun. Um, it's fun, I got it's chill, but it's a kids movie basically. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much it is a kids. It essentially is a kids movie. It's Thor for kids. Yeah, yep. uh, I got a big shout out to Chris Hemsworth because that role was he had so much fun doing that. You could just oh, without a doubt. <laughs> and I'd Viva Las, Las Vegas. Vegas! <laughs> it's like I don't know what that means. What it even means? He gets a freaking tattoo. Oh God, yeah, he's got a tattoo in his arm. Yeah, I love that the relationship between him and um. Why am I Jane? Jane Foster. By the way, Natalie Portman coming back as Jane Foster again. Really great. All right. Good good voice job. I normally am just meh when I see Howard the Duck, who, by the way, was also in the uh, T'Challa Becoming Star-Lord episode. He got a lot of play in this series. He's in the two episodes only, but you know what? It's it's a good amount of Howard the Duck, and honestly, it's the best Howard the Duck we've had in... Well, nope, the best Howard the Duck we've had was the cameo in the first Guardians. That was the best. That's it. Pretty much. Yeah. Because the less Howard the Duck, the better. Yeah. That's what I. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. I don't care about him. Um, Watch him be like one of the internals or something. <laughs> secretly. Watch him show up in that movie. Oh, yeah. oh, you won't believe one of the characters that shows up in Shang Chi, which I know you haven't seen yet. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll, I, I, I'm. You know what? Given that movie, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of. Sp- yeah, you'll have some surprises. You'll definitely see mm-hmm. some. What if? Oh yeah, the episode. Then that episode ends with the watcher seeing something that he did not see coming. Yep. <laughs> which uh, led to, which leads right into what happens in the next episode, uh, episode eight. What if Ultron won? Yeah. Ultron. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Now, here's the thing. I, I you know, I know a lot of people don't really like action movies, but I do. I, I think like, he's a little yes. underrated. I think they tried a little too hard to be, make him a little. He's supposed to be a dark reflection of Tony Stark. Yes. Essentially. But and they made him a little too, a little too, whoa, hey, when like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. A little, a little too wacky. Yeah. It, it, it Not gave, quite it, as menacing as he should have been. Yeah. They gave, I guess they could say that you could say they gave him a personality, though, too, in, the, in yeah. that. Not, he didn't really have yeah. a Well, because, yeah, because Ultron in the comics was just a Dalek. Exactly. Basically just a Dalek. Just full-on extermination. Like, not really like an evil plot guy. It, it, like, it, not a charismatic villain like he like uh trying to make jokes like he was in the other one yeah that's and true. The, in the original i mean i like the jokes that he does get to make but still yeah he's not menacing enough um yeah, so we have what if ultron won ultron gets transfers himself into vision's body Thanos shows up on earth fish uh uh, Scarlet Ultron Johansson. just immediately <laughs> slices Thanos in half. Oh my god, yes. He instantly walks through the portal. Yes. Just, well, that was quick. And then, of course, and then uh, Ultron gets Thanos, all the Infinity Gems and the Infinity Gauntlet and becomes 
what I like to call uh, Infinite Ultron, but yes. I mean, there's some other name for him, I'm sure. I don't remember what it might have been. Uh, it's definitely also not James Spader voicing it again. Um, no, but it's it's a close impersonation, but it, you can tell, Kel, it's not quite him. Yeah, you definitely can tell that. Um, and uh, the, he be- starts to fight the Watcher. Oh, wait, we talked yep. about this uh, a little bit in the last episode, actually. Uh, we get into this episode. The Watcher gets some moves in. Yeah, he's actually pretty... He's Watcher's a good fighter, actually. Yeah. yeah, I didn't expect him to be that powerful, but yeah, he was pretty powerful. Yeah. Some of the stuff, though, I feel like... I feel like he could have been able to pull those um, those Infinity Stones at any point. But then again, I don't fully understand the telekinetic powers of Vision, too. A Vision as yeah. well. That's the main reason he was able Because that's how he picks up the stones and puts them in the armor at first. Yeah, that's true. Does does Vision ever have, like, telekinetic powers like that? Because he's, he's got the head beam. Yeah. He's got the flying. And he's got the invisibility. But he doesn't have, like, telekinesis. I... Yeah, not from what I remember. At least that. Uh, not no, that. weird. Yeah, I don't know. It, this is a more powerful Ultron, I guess. So I guess this yeah. Ultron's, Ultron's. I mean, Ultron's got gravity shit. So exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's able to expand himself as far as he can in their universe. That for this for the drones. By the way, uh, uh, Black Widow and and uh, Hawkeye, Hawkeye are still alive. Uh, Hawkeye sacrifices himself for, so they could save Zola, so Zola can do it, can, you know, uh, help them out, and um, lead to the next episode. Let's just do that. Uh, or at the end of the episode, where Doctor, Stra- Doc- Doctor Strange is like, are you ready to break your oath? Mm-hmm. And that's why, what if episode nine is, what if the Watcher broke his oath? Yeah, which he grabs everybody that we've seen from all previous eight episodes and brings them together. All... But one extra one that we have not seen. Yeah, an uh, yeah, an alternate version of Gamora, which is one that has killed Thanos already. Yeah, so this uh, is from a lost episode of the show that was supposed to be in this season because the original series was announced as ten episodes. I remember. Mm, um, okay. But we only got nine because of production issues. In fact, actually, also these series, this series was supposed to have longer episodes too. Apparently. Hmm. Like, like at least 10 minutes more to each. Probably that would have wrapped up some more of the stories a bit better. Uh, okay. At least that's what I think they would have done. Instead of leaving a bunch of them as cliffhangers, like they, and then that get quickly solved at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, he brings together the Guardians of the Multiverse, and they yep. hatch a plan to destroy this version of Ultron, uh, of Ultron with all the stones. Um, and Gamora is only brought there because she has a weapon to literally destroy the stones in her timeline. Yep. That just doesn't fucking work. It just fails. It just immediately fails. Um, you bring they brought in Killmonger to be part of this team, only for him to get like sacrificed. Yep. It was like predictable that he was gonna betray them all. Yeah. Um, we see T'Challa. It's kind of funny seeing T'Challa and Killmonger both there. I don't know if they acknowledge. I don't remember if they acknowledged each other as cousin. Yeah, like I think I think T'Challa says calls him cousin, and Killmonger's like, "No, we ain't cousins, man." Yeah. Because they're different universes. They're yeah, technically they not related. Yeah, that's true. Not related at all. Um, Party Thor. Thor is great. Thor just does attacks yelling Vegas. Viva Las Vegas! And just Vegas! I love him. Now we gotta go to Vegas. Oh, God. Let's go to Vegas. What would we we do in Vegas? Uh, 
if they have if they have double or nothing in Vegas again, let's go. Oh from God, yeah. Memorial what Day we, weekend. What are we doing? What do you do in Vegas? Whatever you want. Exactly. Is exactly. it legal? Is it illegal? It doesn't matter. <laughs> we should it's do, Vegas. We should do what Cultaholic did. Have some bet with the, with uh, between with us and some other guy, someone else. And at the end of it, whoever you know predicts pro- improperly loses, and ha- the other and the losers have to get married. <laughs> Oh God! Yes, <laughs> Vegas wedding, man. Vegas style, baby. <laughs> and those things are actually official, which is oh wow, they're legit. Okay, they're well, I mean, legit. of course they're legit. You could do anything in Vegas. Oh yeah, and you could do anything in the multiverse. Because getting yes. back to the multiverse, real quick, they do defeat Thanos. Um, not Thanos, Vision, Tron, Vistron. That's what in- we call it. Infinite Ultron. Infinite but Ultron, yeah, yes. so the, it it ends up how they beat him is that it's. A fight between Arnim Zola possessing Ultron. This is getting confusing. Yes. Of, again, fighting Killmonger over the Infinity Stones. Yes. And Doctor and Doctor Strange ends up trapping them in like his own like little pocket dimension. Like he ended up locking him, himself in his own dimension. Yep. It basically. And basically, and now Doctor Strange has to basically because he he's basically as a punishment for his own misgivings he's stuck in his own pocket dimension yep so he's overwatching these two villains fight over the infinity stones basically for all eternity yep and they're stuck there they can't move they can't do anything yep like it it seemed like it was still moving in the um like they were still moving ever so slowly and slightly in their pocket dimension but you know they weren't ever going to actually impact or hit each other no no uh, good stuff. Uh, I got it's a it's a finale. I think I got to rewatch to be honest because I think I only actually watched it once. Um, yeah. Thor just gets dropped back into his own universe. He was fighting a bunch of Ultron clones and just he just he comes back and they're all dead. <laughs> I I love I love when they're doing the recruitment scene. They they go to Thor and he's busy fighting all these drones and the Watcher's trying to do his speech. They're like Thor Odinson, you have been shot. Thor, Thor, hey, Thor. Thor, screw it. Thor, you're coming with me. But <laughs> just grabs him. <laughs> they, try, they try to leave the the pub, and it's just an infinite infinite nothingness. <laughs> just just a black hole. Exactly. It's like, don't open that door. Over God. there. And uh, the Black Widow gets dropped off instead of going back to her own universe because it was destroyed entirely by Ultron. Uh, yeah, her universe is basically gone. Yeah, she gets dropped into that universe in episode three that only had Captain America and Captain Marvel left. Yes. To fight. Uh, it, was, it was one where Black Widow, uh, Black Widow, of uh, the Black Widow of that dimension got killed. So now she's the new substitute. Yep. Worked. It worked perfectly. Mm-hmm. Worked out fine. Despite her also having a robot arm, I think, too. I don't know. And being years older than she was at that point in their show. Uh, it's it, fine. Yeah, it's fine. Totally fine. Yeah. It works. You know, it just... just Because she was like, I'm not going back to my universe. There's literally nothing there. Yeah. There's literally nothing there. Yep. God, that's like a whole... Like, I, can, I can't imagine just like... What it would be like if you were still alive in that universe at all? I mean, yeah, we only see like what? Do, what do you do now? Yeah, I mean, we only see the planets that are obviously shown in. Um, we only see the planets that are obviously shown throughout the series, but like there's obviously more planets that we don't even see, belong to mm-hmm. other creatures everywhere. Um, but in the end, good show, worth yes. watching. I think worth the watch. Probably gonna def- probably gonna give only would give certain episodes a rewatch to be honest. I don't think I ever need to watch the Captain Carter episode again. No, it's 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 a it's it's literally an episode one. It's like a real basic like yeah. starter. By the way, she gets pulled out of her uh, out of her universe like in the middle of a fight with uh 
Batroc the Leaper. Yeah. Yeah. Who apparently is played by an actual like UFC fighter, I just realized. George yes. St. Pierre. Yes. Never realized that up until today. I didn't either until I really looked into the casting uh, the, uh, back when we were watching yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. But I think that's really all we got to say about What If. Yeah, pretty much. So I think it's time we uh, close things out here, and I'll let you take it away sir that's right uh yes thank you so so much for joining us here this week uh whether it was watching us live here on twitch.tv slash jnj underscore securicast or listening to the audio recording of this podcast at either google podcast amazon music slash audible tune in plus alexa listen notes spotify iHeartRadio, pandora and our lovely or our lovely host site at Podbean at jnjsecurecast.podbean.com where you can listen to all of our episodes and download them at Podbean. Yeah. Don't forget to share the show. Let us know when you're listening on social media. Tell a friend or trick a friend into listening to our show by telling them it's something cooler or something else only to find out that we're cooler. Because we are. We're cooler. Look at listen to my voice. And if you find us... You can find us on our cool Facebook page, which is our main source of information for us at facebook.com slash jjsecurecastpod. And you can follow us on Twitter at jjsecurecastpod. Oh, yeah. Oh, please. And please don't forget to follow us on our social media, which you can find on the top left of our screen. Find on the top left. But if you're listening, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at jryan9000. It's over 9000. And you can follow Darth Vader here on Twitter at jgalls1918. Instagram at jgalls15 and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jgalls15. If you're listening to us on Podbean or Spotify or other audio services, make sure to check us out. We're live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jnj underscore securecast. We go live Thursday nights, usually around 8.30, and stay on until around 10. Join us and interact in the conversation. We read all comments uh, that happen in the chat while we're live, or at least most of them, whenever we get them. Uh, please feel free, to, feel free to email us with suggestions or kind words at jjsecurespod at gmail.com Thank you to Adobe Stock Music for our intro theme and Purple Planet Music for our outro theme. And with that, we have locked up the Securecast for the evening. I, 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 got a, I got a question for you, Jordan. When you're, yes. when you're posing in fi- with figures and stuff, how do you feel about like characters sometimes where their their feet aren't movable? Like, or their ankles aren't like action? Oh, um... <sighs> You mean like no ankle tilts? Yes. So I've got this right here. I've got this Gohan, this old Gohan. Oh, very nice. Yes. Yeah. But it only stands like that. I hate it. Because the... I hate how the, I hate figures that are like that. Uh, do you have problem like, like enjoying a figure that do? You, what do you? How do you feel about figures that you can't really position like or older figures like this that are like so set to the, like this guy is mainly set also like just static thing. poses. Yeah, static poses. So the limited poses. Um, I I usually don't really go for. I don't normally go for those. But if Me it's either. like a dynamic pose where they can properly stand up, I think it's absolutely fine. But in the case of like that Gohan figure, it's kind of like, um, can it move its arm up and down? It can move both arms up and down. Okay, then, yeah. But the legs are kind of set where they are. Yeah, it's... They can... They move, but like, that's about, you know, they can only stand in one pose. Yeah. No knee joints or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, you you would definitely want uh, the sculpt... You definitely want it sculpted so where it can always stand properly and it's 
designated pose. Exactly. Or if it has a stand, you could just plug that in. That too. It was making me think of um, one of the figures that we also had, because I had a bunch of these, like, I think um, sometimes I, have, I, had toy, I had toys that were specifically from garage sales that were found from a big bin of just toys that were being sold. Oh, yeah. And that's why I got a bunch of Dragon Ball figures. I got this one I know that of, of Ginyu, where the Ginyu legs are like at a 90 degree angle that I can't unfix. And the arms, <laughs> I'm pretty sure for some reason, are just outspread like this. And I can't do anything about them. They're just outspread in a T-pose. Yeah, they don't know. They they're static like that, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay, then. Like, they just are, are, oh, for the change now. That's why. Oh, yeah. That makes more sense. No, 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 yeah. no. It doesn't make sense because the arms don't go up like they do in the show. They just go no, straight yeah. out. Yeah, because Ginyu's, that, that change pose is like the star, star shape, right? Yeah, basically. That's what I remember. Yeah. He's definitely not making the star shape in that yeah. in that figure, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I need to start up getting us ready to close this out. <laughs> Merchandising. Uh, merchandise all that stuff uh anything else you want to say before we go uh talk about rogue one to quote to quote a man talents really a man of your farming <laughs> it's 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 a, it's a weird meme where like they reverse two words instead of but farming really a man of your talents it's talents really man of your farming <sighs> I don't get those memes. It's just like, how is it? Fu- how is it funny? You reverse the order of the sentence. Exactly. It's not really that much. Is it just like the awkward editing? I don't really get that. I don't know. I need to rewatch that movie again too. Rogue One's good. Yeah, it is. It was very good when I saw it, and uh, just as good as this. This is a great song to close it out with. That's what I say. Yeah. That's what makes it good. Rock and hard yeah. rock metal. Like Thank that. you for joining us. Oh, yes. It was a bit rambling. It was a bit long. But yep. we're going to get back into form. We're trying to. I'm trying to edit the episodes. I know, actually, also right now that episode 35 is not up yet. Going to finish that up. Got no plans tomorrow night. Hey. There you go. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got to say. Right, we hope you guys enjoyed. We love you. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Bye-bye. 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 B